have you come to destroy me, Obi-Wan? I will do what I must. You are all the future. You are the future. You're what needs to survive. By another word of a liar and a fake Jedi may not mean much to you. It's good enough for me. Your strength has returned. But the weakness still remains. Did you truly think that you could defeat me? You have failed, Master. Anakin. Anakin is gone. I am what remains. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Anakin. I am not a failure. Obi-Wan, you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker. I did. Obi-Wan! Took you long enough. He's always here. Obi-Wan. I just am not ready to see Hello there, and welcome to the final episode of Show Me One Kenobi, our Obi-Wan Kenobi retrospective on best film ever and talking the Mickey. My name's Ethan. And I'm Ian. And, and I have a good has- feeling or a bad feeling or many feelings about this. Oh, this could be good. This could be bad. Maybe divisive as last time. Maybe. <laughs> we'll who, who knows? We'll but no, we're on the we're on the final, the final episode of Obi-Wan Kenobi. And uh I don't really know what other way to, to lead in other than just get into it because I think I think we're gonna have a, a lot to discuss. So we open up on the streets of Tatooine uh, with a water salesman who gets accosted by a rude guy who then gets accosted by Reaver, demanding to know where Owen is. Is this the guy uh, from the? Uh, is this the guy from the salmon plant? I think I think it's supposed to be that he's ju- he's just an asshole. Oh, is it just some random? I thought it was the guy. Okay, my bad. I thought maybe it was some. Oh no, I think I think it's supposed to be him, and he's, oh, okay. he's just always. He's like, oh, it's, I get my water first. Yeah, I yeah. take your money. Yeah, it's kind of what I was thinking. I was thinking, yeah. it's the smallest bit of comeuppance for a guy who we saw be yeah. a jerk earlier. And uh, me actually, well, that would make sense. Hang on, that would make sense because this episode wants me again to like Riva. And what better way is there to go like Riva? Go, hey, remember that guy who was a little bit rude? Yeah, we'll have the girl who almost committed infanticide not once but twice in this series. We'll have her like like push him, and 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 that'll that that's better because he was rude. And this that's be that's a really fun discussion. Ah, that's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> uh meanwhile in space the uh the path posse is what i'm calling them are being shot at by vader star destroyer and uh, he's demanding they increase firepower and they start to feel it on their own spaceship and roken says you know the hyperdrive is broken uh it's almost it's almost ready something well, else is broken why is this not your default why were they I shooting think- a medium amount of firepower <laughs> I don't know. The answer is so Vader can come up and go, increase your firepower yeah, yeah. so we can see it. But it's a stupid, what should we do? Uh, moderate amount of firepower. Do we want it blown up? Yes. We just don't want to waste a lot of, I don't know, do lasers cost money? Is, is, it, a, is it a replenishable resource? I don't know. I don't know. Because sometimes they have packs. So something like that. Just saying. But no, the hyperdrive, according to Roken, is almost ready for the escape. But Ben has other thoughts saying, you know, they're not going to make it, are they? And uh, they're not. Roken says the motivator's shot and they don't have enough time to fix it before they can get away. And uh, Ben looks at all the innocents who are holding their loved ones. And he looks at Leia, who's trying to cheer little kids up with Lola because she says that Lola keeps their minds uh, 
off of the fear and Ben's like, maybe I could I could borrow her too for my own fear. And then we go back with Owen and he and Luke are going shopping for some speeder parts because Luke's clumsy and broke it, broke their speeder parts. Sure. And and um as they browse the waterman from before, uh goes to Owen and he's like, I need to tell you some um information. Reavers here. And then we go back to Ben. We're going back and forth a lot this episode. And uh Ben has just told Leia that he needs to leave, so Leia will leave uh, the path group alone, and Leia's not happy, and uh, then the mum from part two uh, that Hodges scams uh, also then pipes. I was like, I thought we're supposed to stick together, and Ben is then like, well, me leaving will give Roken more more time to fix this ship, and after spending ten years protecting the Jedi, I think it's time for me to give like return the favor for you guys because he says they're all the future, Leia's the future, and they need to survive, not Ben. So then Leia runs off, and Hadja goes to talk to her and gives Ben his word that uh, he'll get her home. And he's like, well, if uh, you know a con man and a fake Jedi is good enough, he's like, man, that's good enough for me. And you know, Ben's learned to trust. And he trusts Hadja, even though he's a crook. And um, mm-hmm. back on Lars' homestead, Owen tells Baru about the news and uh, that they need to prepare for Reva's arrival. And Owen says they need to leave. But turns out Baru's been planning for this and just has hidden weapons around the homestead and chucks a rifle at him. Baru's awesome in this episode. I wasn't expecting Baru to have like sort of like a Rambo arc, but uh. I really like it. And uh, yeah, but it's nothing like retconning your characters to where you don't even what happened. They just got really boring in about 10 years time. But right now, badasses. Well, eh, it's fine. I I think they're old. They're old. And uh, on the path ship, Leia listens to Hodger and lets Ben talk to her again. That was that was easy. And uh, Ben admits, you know, he's also upset that he can't bring her home, but he gives her uh, Tala's gun holster. And it's empty. And he's like, well, yeah, of course, I'm not going to give you a blast at your 10, Leia. But she won't be 10 forever. And uh, they hug goodbye. And she asks him to come back when it's over. And he promises to. And uh, Ben prepares his escape shuttle, telling Qui-Gon, you know, he needs to face Vader, whether he dies or or Vader dies. And he says it will end today. And Roken then enters, making sure he's ready. And he says, you know, you don't have to do this. But Ben says he does, because according to Roken, it's not about the people on the path. Ben wants to do it. This is for Ben and Vader. And Ben asks Roken to keep them all safe, and Roken wishes the same to him. And then he also tells Roken that people will follow him, and he shouldn't stop leading. And he says he's just getting started. And I, I hope, I hope this means he'll show up in the Andor show that comes out in um, oh man it, in August. It better because this series wasted O'Shea Jackson Jr. Uh, there's so there's so much awesome stuff I think he can do, and I'd I'd love him to be an Andor because I think that'd be with the way his character's presented. That is very very like war thriller, political thriller about like base rebel cells, and I think that 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 seems to be that that kind of thing. And they're set around the same time, so I'd I'd expect him to be an Andor. If not, it's a wasted opportunity. Yeah. But uh, Ben leaves in his shuttle, and Vader immediately is drawn to him, despite uh, the Grand Inquisitor saying they shouldn't, because they could wipe out all the future Jedi instead of just one. Vader's like, well, he's not just any Jedi. And he says to follow Kenobi, so the Star Destroyer follows Kenobi. And it's evening time now on the homestead, and Lars repairs uh, Owen 
Wait, the Lazars prepare and Owen tells Luke that Tuscans are on the hunt, so he needs to stay safe. And if anything goes wrong, he needs to run. So this is our easy way of being like, Luke doesn't know what a Jedi is. He's never going to see a lightsaber. He has no idea about this. He just thinks this was, a, was you know, some uh, crazy Tuscans causing trouble. Because going into this, is like, how the hell are they gonna are they gonna make it possible for Luke to not know what's just happened? Uh, and it's uh. lie to him, make him never see Reva, and give him a concussion. Yeah, and you know what? That's the. It, I didn't even think about that, and I'm kind of embarrassed that I didn't because that's the best. That's the best scenario I, I could have ever thought of. I'm fine with this. Anyway, I'm glad one of us is. Uh, Kenobi lands on whatever this planet is and Vader prepares his shuttle to face Kenobi alone and it's all craggy and rocky with these massive peaks and Ben gets ready to leave his shuttle and it turns out Leia snuck Lola into his pocket which is the reverse of what happens in the first episode of her stealing Lola from Bria's pocket and I'm like cool nice callbacks and uh, he places her on the dash of the ship preparing to fight Vader with a little bit more hope now and back on Tatooine, Ray- Reva is stumbling to the homestead and alerts the perimeter. And then back to Vader, who lands on the craggy planet while Ben just stands waiting for him. And he gets his saber ready and Vader asks if Ben's come to destroy him. Ben then ignites his saber and says, I will do what I must, which is just like he said in Revenge of the Sith. And then he does the Clone Wars hand pose where he like puts the saber above his hands and he does the two finger point to whoever he's going to attack. And then the music swells, and Vader's like, then you will die, which is a parallel to when Vader fights Ahsoka, so you have these two same things of, I'm going to kill the only connections left to Anakin Skywalker, and they clash their sabers with uh, Obi-Wan clearly becoming stronger with the Force once more, and there's equal footing, and there's some good defensive blows from Kenobi. But before we can continue this, Reva's entered the homestead looking for Luke, and she ignites her saber, and she is unhinged. Who, and who cared about this? I did. Really? Yeah. In a world where we know Luke Skywalker grows up, you cared about this. I'm gonna. There's a point later when Reva was carrying Luke, and I genuinely thought for a second, "Oh shit, is he dead?" No, and I forgot. You did. I, for, this is I forgot the original trilogy happened. I forgot the sequel. Oh trilogy my happened. word! We did a whole pray for Jay because he was being held hostage by <laughs> Sam Raimi. What are the people? What has Kathleen Kennedy got to your head right now? This is. There is nothing interesting here. She can remember right now. She can barely walk. Let's let's ensure that we remember this. I like this. I really do like, and again, I don't know if this is my me being really biased or just because I like the theme that this is going with. Both. Anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> she ignites a saber. She's unhinged. Owen and Baru hide in the shadows, ready to gun her down. I re- I was I kind of thought it was like, wouldn't it be really funny if Owen just shoots her dead here and we nothing ever happens? Just anticlimactic. I thought it would have been funny. Anyway, Owen fires a shot and she ducks and starts to deflect the incoming fire. And she is full of hate and rage and she slices through everything. And Baru throws like a plant pot at her and she just slices it. And also slicing is Ben and Vader, who are both trying their absolute to strike the other one down. And Ben uses the force on a rock pillar, but Vader equals it and pelts him with the broken pillar into tiny pieces being thrown at him. And he says, you know, 
Ben's gotten stronger, but his weakness still remains. And he shatters the ground around Kenobi and causes a hole to open up around him. And he falls into it. And Vader says, you know, he will always lose and pelts more rocks at Ben, trying to like smother him and crush him with it. But Ben's using the force to overcome it. And Vader says, did you truly think you could defeat me? And he tells him that he's failed and calls a master and then just walks away. Yeah, this sucked. What? No. How? No, no. Hang on. You have been waiting. You have been waiting for this moment for what? 10 years now? Yeah. You set up last time that thing of fire and you're going to drag him through it. So he feels what you feel. And now we're going to Dr. Evil this thing, throw him in a pit, throw some rocks and just walk away, assuming everything went according to plan. I Th- don't think he assumes that he's getting away fine from, I think he, he assumes Ben will get out of this, but he'll just be, you know, wounded. That's not the arc this guy's on. No, nah, it seemed it seems like he's learned. He went this far with this many people to go, yeah, you'll get out, but hey, now you know. He still he still goes for the attack. I don't think I don't think he thinks this is the, the final way to kill Kenobi. I assume I, I think he knows that there's gonna be more to so this. He fight. gave up his pursuit of this other vehicle just to mess with Ben? I don't think he's messing with Ben. I think he thinks he was going to get a second fight when Ben gets out of the hole. And oh, you no, no, again. you are. This is absolute no, crap. No, 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 what no, no, a load serious. of absolute hornswoggle. This is. This if you're, is a Vader if you're out there, we do have some people out there who listen to this. If you're out there, chime in. Twitter. That's at best film ever pod. It, there is no way Vader's not walking away thinking he's killed him. That is what this no, is this, telling me to do. This is a Vader move. He think he thinks he's he's uh, weakened him. He's handicapped him. Whatever, and he's going to be able to get him again. He just wants him to feel paid right now. Oh my word, no! This isn't the first time uh, Vader's done something like you this. Can, I, then, I, then I, you I highly crush him, and you dra- last time he had a chance, he dragged him through fire. With the clear oh, indication yeah, of, I'm going to damn kill you. Your pain has just begun. I will then bring you with me. As opposed, you know what the opposite of bringing someone with you is? Leaving someone. For those of you who can't see, he literally just nodded his head a little bit. I'm just going to say that. I'm that just going like to say that. That was like a side head thing. No, I, I do think that Vader knew what he was doing. I don't think I, I, I don't think Vader thought Ben was dead at this point. I think wow. he, he knew what he was No, I really do. This isn't the first time Vader's done so- Vader is very dramatic. He's overly complicated. He will do this. He's done this many times. All right. Anyway. We'll, we'll table that. We'll table that. Yeah. Back to more negativity in a second, because we're back with Reva, and she begins to go for Owen, who is doing his utmost to protect Luke, and she's saying, oh, oh well, you really love him as if he's your own. He's like, yeah, because he is my own, and he wants to know what Reva wants. I like that. Hang on. I like I like yeah. this. Yeah. Uh, I think Uncle Owen, for the most part, gets crapped on, and I think... Because he's an easy stock character to do that with. He's the guy who who's trying to play it safe and gets the way of our hero doing what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. But if you consider this, I think this is a really good representation of the character. I'm cool with Uncle Owen in this series. So this Kathleen show, Kennedy and Deborah Chow, you, you got you got one thing right. Well done. I this show made me really appreciate Owen because so far in like expanded universe, Owen's always been like 
a, a prick. He's, he's just a stick like, in the mud, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. And I like that they, they, they've actually give, given a bit more nuance and you're like, yo, there's a, there's a re. It's not like with Snape where like you're retroactive. You're like, oh, yeah, I understand why he's a prick. But also he's no, he 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 is bitter. He's he doesn't want any harm to come. And I love this. I really like Owen and Baru and I appreciate Owen and Baru a lot more now. Uh, but yeah, Owen is going toe to toe with Reva, and he's got like this big metal pipe and punches her wound, and uh, she staggers back and she backhands him and slices through the pipe with her saber and throws him to the floor. And Owen screams at Baru that Reva's coming, and Reva, uh, Baru gets the jump on Reva for a second while Luke escapes through the window, not seeing Reva or the lightsaber, and. Um, Reva chases Luke and still still kind of uh, handicapped by her wounds, like hobbling around and the noises she makes kind of sounds like a Tuscan. So again, you can you can make it almost believable that Luke really thought he's being chased by a Tuscan. And uh, Ben, meanwhile, is having every audio flashback of the prequels and his failings possible while trying to keep the rocks from crushing him. And it becomes too much until he remembers, you know, he remembers the kids. He remembers Luke and Leia in his moments watching Luke pretend that he was a pod racer and looking after Leia when he nearly dropped her. And he remembers the cause he's fighting for. And then he fights harder and uses the force to explode the rocks out of his way and goes back to fight Vader. And he goes for Vader hard and the sabers clash again, no holds bars. And they're both full of aggression, ready to end it uh, between them. And he pushes Vader into the pillar and uses all of the stones around him and lifts his arms up with the force uh, and they just surrounding. This was badass and what I've this been waiting so a cool. long time for. Um, yeah, I... This is Master Kenobi. <laughs> it does make things very difficult for, <laughs> for episode four. But this is... This is <laughs> and you can't obviously you folks can't see but i'm basically just holding my arms ever out loud and just sort of leaning as i like wave my pretend lightsaber um that being said this was cool mm. um this was badass uh i've got very little complaints about the yeah. next uh five minutes of this storyline and uh he he's pelting vader with these rocks and he knocks him off guard and Ben walks closer and they collide again. And then we go back to Reva, who's chasing Luke through the Jundland Wastes. And this is the same area where Luke will then stumble upon Ben in A New Hope after he gets attacked by a uh, Tuscan. So Luke just has bad times with Tuscans around here. And uh, Reva can't find him anywhere, but we see that he's running up on, on the... Uh, on the dunes and uh, Ben meanwhile goes to town on Vader's robotic chess piece and knocks him to the floor and cuts his cape. And we could hear the, the failed breathing that you might hear in like the prequel trilogy of uh, the original trilogy where he's like, <coughs> and it's like, it's, it's almost broken. No, it was good. It was good. It was, and, it was really good. Um, Ben gives one more push, force push on Vader and then jumps and slices Vader's mask open and the sound of proper struggle breathing can then be heard. And Vader can't even stand. He's he's basically on his knees, almost trembling. And he looks up at Kenobi. And uh, we see half of, of Vader's face disfigured, burnt. And Obi-Wan's horrified. And all he can stammer out was just, Anakin. 
But Vader tells him through a mix of Hayden Christensen and James Earl Jones. The audio is fantastic. Oh, here. brilliant! It's like mi- mixing between, but it's not like flickering. Like it, you hear it, and sometimes it gets louder on one end, and it, oh, it's it almost shortens out in other areas. Like the the, yeah. the, like the electrics are failing at times. Oh, yeah. so good. You you can tell that like damage has been done, and the mm-hmm. system is failing. And um, he just says, you know, Anakin is gone. I'm what remains, and. Ben uh, Obi Wan has tears in his eyes and he apologizes and he says to Anakin he's sorry for for all of it and Vader just says I'm not your failure you didn't kill Anakin Skywalker I did the same way I will destroy you and Obi Wan's horrified and just says that his friend is truly dead then and Vader hobbles towards him and Obi Wan just leaves and just says to him goodbye Darth. Uh, like almost partly almost like mockingly and just destroyed and again this is oh, the what? callback to Mo- why he says mockingly i don't know it's like almost like this oh. is who you are now I-, I didn't like the idea that darth is his first name oh no I- it's i think it's more because then it's like it's- it makes sense why he says only a master of evil no, darth no. to him later on yeah um maybe. it's kind of it's kind of that maybe they're retconning that but i just kind of like I, just, I, I don't think vader would have been better for me but anyway yeah uh, i did appreciate oh, appreciate they've they've written themselves out of the hole from a certain perspective he did kill your father like obviously this is what this is yeah um also i found out in my own little research he Ooh. said that Ahsoka cuts off the other half of his mask yeah. in a battle. So this yeah. is the mirror of that. And then, of course, Luke is the one who fully removes the mask. Yeah. So uh, there's some nice symmetry in the storytelling there. It's, I mean, I, I, I just saw it. I don't, I don't know it. So I'm sure, I don't yeah. know. If you're going to bring that up, I'm sorry to have taken that away from you. Oh, no, it's okay. Like The Ahsoka moment is a perfect parallel because, like, with her, she says, I I won't leave you again, because obviously the last time she sees him is right before Revenge of the Sith starts. And this time she's like, okay, I'll be with you. And he's like, okay, you'll die then. And obviously everything collapses. And they they do both survive, but it's that thing of, a, a, this is when Vader becomes peak. He thinks he's gotten rid of Obi-Wan. He thinks he's gotten rid of Ahsoka. Like, mm. there is no Anakin left in him whatsoever. Yeah, so... um like I can't I gotta be honest, when this episode started, I felt man, a lot of press about Hayden Christensen for really what ended up being the guy in the suit and, and one a single flashback and one flashback duel. Yeah. And they held this and they held this mm. for a while. And uh I think Hayden Christensen was fantastic in Oh yeah. Ever since the mask got sliced. Um making the most of your of your opportunities thought this was brilliant the the facial acting as well because obviously we just we see a single eye and a bit of a of a of the, his lips and there there is anger and even then like vader at this point is then screaming at obi-wan screeching his name and it's that same as as obi-wan walks off she's screaming again obi-wan and that's that's how we end like just pathetic and it's it is it's a very it's like a very um solemn victory can, in a sense can we talk a little bit about when obi-wan gets out of the pit i fell into yeah. the pit <laughs> um like we have that flashback of the things that seem to matter to him and it's basically yeah. our recap of his relationship there's a little bit of luke but it's mostly yeah. leia and using his emotions to get out of the pit uh which feels very much a, 
a Qui-Gon, a Qui-Gon kind of teaching. Yeah. And against that of the Jedi Council, who uh, obviously it's about uh, never finding attachments because attachments uh, to parents, attachments to loved ones, uh, get in the way, it would seem, of, of, of the way of a Jedi Council and Jedi training. So I was trying to figure out, is this a dark side thing? And I went, eh, maybe. This is like the most positive manifestation of like the emotions that were told lead to the dark side. Um, I thought it was a very nice parallel to Qui-Gon and his um, journey. Uh, it it would have been great if like, they found a way to stay or is, or is this just them doing some lazy storytelling and me finding a link to something that i appreciate i think it's a bit of both because i kind of saw it as like when he's struggling to to move the the rocks that are weighing him down like everything in his mind is all of his trauma his mistakes and when he thinks of like the future again leia and luke are the future they're the future he tries to like fight for that i sort of saw it more as like him pushing forward through like his well, his trauma and mistakes even when he catches leia when she's falling mm. when he couldn't use the, the the force for much else before that in that moment it's the idea that his fear of losing leia or harm coming to leia seems to manifest uh, the force very strongly in him yeah. which um which was an interesting spin and something that should there be a season two i'd like to see at least explored a little bit yeah yeah because this obi-wan is very complex and he he more than any jedi outside of like anakin i think really that we that we see he teeters that line that very fine line between emotion and like stoicness because again i know you don't view it as like above canon but now they're sort of taking inspiration from it for the live action stuff with like mando and all that yeah. in the clone wars he teeters between that so much and it's always like his lesson to teach others of you can have these emotions but you need to limit yourself to how far you like you let it like affect you negatively did you and mcgregor voice him in the clone wars no but oh, they that, did that they did then. what they did watch it as like um as like their research their homework all right fair enough yeah uh anyway we're back on tatooine and uh reavers found luke and uses oh. the force to, to we... shove him down the cliff <sighs> right. and he knocks him out but it's okay because it's okay because she knocked that water out of that rude guy's hand earlier so this is all i thought this was hilarious was cool. i thought this was brilliant and uh ben senses this as luke screams and he flies back to tatooine and Reva walks over to the I've unconscious le- Luke. I've learned this is a really small galaxy, is what I've learned. They're in like the same air. It's a weird oh, thing. Hyperspace is a wonderful thing. Light oh, speed jumping is brilliant. Han Solo's got to stop bragging about making that run in 12 parsecs. I mean, obviously, obviously, Obi Wan's a better pilot. It's weird because the Castle Run is like. The Kessel Run is like the equivalent of going from like England to New Zealand in the space of like twenty minutes. We are we are banking on your geography here. Plus, we know yeah. parsecs is a measure of distance, not speed. It's a weird. It's a weird thing. Yeah, it's like you. He he took the he straightest likes, path as opposed to a. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. He light speed skipped, like you know. And I don't. I say, is if you remember the Rise of Skywalker, I watched like three days ago. Yeah, I don't remember that. At, at, at the <laughs> beginning, they do like they skip between light speed to get there really quickly. Damages the shit out of the Falcon, but it's their way of being able to get between systems very quickly. I, I hyperspace is a weird thing. It's it's like outside of time and space, and the second you think about that, everything in the Star Wars universe is terrifying. Anyway, 
Reva goes to kill uh, Luke and readies her saber. And as she walks closer, she doesn't see uh, Luke's body, but just sees herself as a child and has more trauma flashbacks to the night of Order 66. Where Vader killed her, uh, killed her friends and stabbed her. And she just had... Yeah, that was confirmed that the flashback they show in the previous one is she was stabbed by Vader. She played dead. And uh, the, like like the Grand Inquisitor said, the will uh, the will to live does wonders or like the hatred for the will to live, all, all that. So she used her hate. Some to, big bad Jedi Anakin is. I mean, he used the the his hatred to, to will himself to live molded. It's yeah, like a Sith thing. And everyone's like, what a no, no, he can't, do it. He can't. Why God's a Jedi? He can't, he can't notice a kid's not dead. Weak. I mean, again, fate, fate like played dead he was too busy killing all the other kids you don't stab you slice yeah I limbs think, at least get rid of limbs that way they gets, can't if you cut their arms off even if they live what are they gonna do what are they gonna do still be angry yeah but you can't you can be angry but you won't be able to hold a lightsaber maul got got robot legs i'm sure she'll get a robot arm. Oh, there there's go. always robot yeah. arms and robots uh, but uh, she tries to suppress her trauma and her pain and prepares to go for a swing chop and we cut back to Ben. I hope Luke's okay. And um, Ben lands on Tatooine and he's trying to find Luke with Owen and Baru who have brought him up to speed. And as Ben goes to search the waste, Baru spots Reva and she's carrying Luke's body and she just drops him to the floor and he begins to stir and he's alive and she didn't kill him. And I and I I, I did really get into this episode. I did think for a second that what have they done? Um, and Reva falls to her knees and she's a shell of who she was and she's just weeping and crying and saying, you know, she couldn't do it. She failed them. Her friends who were killed by Luke's father. I really like this scene. What I a really waste do. of a character. Boom, no, I, I, I really think this is perfect for this character. I, I really do. This. Oh, I, re- I, I really like that. This is this is someone whose entire life. But again, she's a parallel to Obi Wan. Both of the the last ten years have been affected because of Vader. And while one's taken it to, I was going to say to the to the light side of just ignoring it she's embraced all that pain and fear and has I, let I, it destroy her i love how obi-wan told her i just kicked his ass yeah you need to know this i just i just beat the crap out of him <laughs> oh wait no 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 he doesn't say that not even a, not even a little bit he's like i sliced his mask in half did you yeah that might have been good for her to know that might have because that was like her one sole driving motivation this whole time i have no well again i think they they're about to leave like everything oh. very ambiguous after like the next three minutes because again uh, we, it could be so many different opportunity i think i think season two there will, I, I i get i've got two reasons why i think there'll be a season two this is about to lead into one of them but uh she says you know uh that vader killed all her friends and she couldn't do it and obi-wan says you know she hasn't failed her friends and by giving mercy she's given her friends peace and honored them instead the Jedi way and Reva between her tears asks Obi-Wan if she's become Vader and Obi-Wan who just knows who Vader is and just witnessed the true monster that uh, has become Anakin uh, like five minutes goes like no you're not like Vader because she chose not to take an innocent life unlike Vader has for the last 10 years and it's now who she'll become uh, now is up to her and Reva takes a saber throws it to the ground no longer the third sister, no longer a dark side user. 
maybe not a Jedi, but she's a new Reaver devoted to the light. And Ben tells her that she's free, that both of them are free, free of Vader. And uh, that's where Reaver's story kind of ends. It's left very ambiguous. There, Because, again, you could be like, well, now that she's not bringing like, her hate, maybe she succumbs to her wounds. Or maybe now she's just chosen a better path and she'll do whatever. I would love her to go to the path seekers and be like, hey, it's me. I'm good now. I'm going to help you find other Jedi. Oh, my word. After she slaughtered. Oh, d- <sighs> yeah. I think. Star Wars is all about redemption. Yeah, but you know it's that it's always been written. Yeah. Yeah, but Vader and Kylo Ren had the decency to die right afterwards because it's too. He's good now. <laughs> like, I love pro I wrestling think- where villains go, like, I'm a good guy. And we go, oh, hey. So, didn't you, like, stab him? Like, it's okay. <laughs> he's good. And we go, hey. Because that's, that's built in with the logic of what we're doing. But, you know, that's no one's killing anybody. And, and and we have good people dying. Like if we looked at Reva's body count and the quality of people that she's killed and, 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 and how she's killed them and what their roles were in part of a greater network, this is asking a lot for me to go, yay, Reva's good now, yay. Even if you get Obi-Wan to go, she's, this is the old wrestling trope. No, no, it's okay. She's good now. She's with me. Isn't that right, Reva? I think with her, if we get a if we get a second series, you can go down some paths with her. Because one thing, a, a criticism that Star Wars has always had with its redemptions of its villains who you know have slaughtered planets and all that is, there is not enough time for me to go. Okay, you've earned this. If we get a second season, I think Reva's going to go through the ringer and tr- like earn earn the ability to like justify her redemption. I don't think they'll let that happen. I think they could. Could. St- could, yeah, yeah. could. Absolutely they could. I, 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 also, I don't think I, they will. Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. Again, this is implying we get a season two. Even even if we don't, they'll probably just put her redemption or whatever in a book or a comic because, you know. Oh, you'll have, eh. to, you'll have to tell me about that then. Yeah. yeah. And you'll go, that's stupid. <laughs> probably. <laughs> yeah. Or I'll go. Chapter one. Or I'll, go, or I'll go, it's a book. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't uh, count if it's not visual. <laughs> but we go back to Mustafar and Vader's been repaired and he tells uh, uh, someone on a hollow that uh, they have probe droids in every system and they'll destroy everything in their path until they find Kenobi. And it turns out his Skype buddy is the Emperor. Played by Ian McDermott. It's good to see him again, despite the fact like three years ago, I think I watched him explode. But, you know, it's good to see the Emperor again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Uh, this time, not a clone. Uh, Pre-clone. Yeah. I gotta be honest, I really doubted it was McDermott. Uh, his voice sounded different to me. I st- uh, I stayed until the credits, and that's when oh, it yeah, I, I, okay, it's, yeah, it's cool, Ian cool. McDermott, but I was convinced. I was convinced something else happened. Um... I'm like, am I wrong? Did it not sound like someone else? I thought it did sound like him. I think it's because also I watched, um, I watched like the Star Warses this weekend, so I've I've just gotten off witnessing the Emperor sound like the Emperor and see like see McDermott. It was really interesting. Star Wars Celebration. Emmett Dermot has his his little panel where it's just like an evening with with the Emperor, and he just takes questions and recounts stories. And someone's like, "Are you in the new Kenobi series?" Like, I can't tell you, but even if I even if I was, I'm not in it. Um, yeah. So 
that that was a lie. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad it was a lie. Uh, but no, it's it's good to see him again. He 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 plays his character so well, and he says to Vader that he seems agitated. Vader is because Vader says Kenobi won't evade him ever again. And uh, Sheev, the Emperor's like, uh, he's wondering if Vader's thoughts are clear, and maybe his feelings for his old master have actually left him weak. And if uh, his past can't be overcome. That means he's still Anakin. So Vader lies and says, you know, Kenobi means nothing to him. And because Vader has no connection to that past, that's a past that belongs to Anakin Skywalker. And Vader says he only serves Palpatine, nothing that Anakin would. And then we go back to Alderaan and little Leia's getting ready. And unlike episode one, where people are getting re- her ready, she's doing it all by herself. And oh, that's a good point. Yeah. A little bit more freedom. Independent. And- yeah, she's got a, a new clothing choice, which is Tala's holster. Yep. And uh, Bray approves of the choice, and the two of them go to the landing pad to meet Bale, who also likes the holster because uh, she says he was right. There are many ways to lead. And Leia says that uh, she, if she if she will do all of the royal princess stuff, she wants to uh, make a few changes to a few things. And Bale says they'll change things together. And Leia's saying, okay, well, have we got more cousins today? Who are we greeting? But no, it's... It's Obi-Wan with Lola, because who is Obi-Wan oh. to separate a lady from her droid? I was so afraid when we when he found Lola in his uh, backpack or whatever it was. Yeah. Um, it was nice. It was a callback to the idea about, you know, if they're afraid, yada, yada, yada. Yeah. I was so afraid Lola was going to, like, be the deciding factor in the battle between Darth Vader. And <laughs> <laughs> all of a sudden, Lola, like, flies. What? What's this? Whoa! And he'd fall over. So I in was... In a perfect world, that, that's the deciding scene. I thought their use of Lola was spot on here because <laughs> I was so scared. I've not felt this presence since I got bucketed by a random <laughs> droid that looks like a mosquito. Pale uh, uh, says to Obi Wan that he's worried about Leia's future because the Empire's growing. The Empire's growing stronger, and Ben says, "You know, if you ever need my help, you'll know where to find me." Uh, in nine years, during the film Rogue One, and uh, then Obi Wan goes to Leia, who uh, asks what he'll do now, and he says, "You know, he doesn't know." And Leia's like, "You should sleep." And he does a big Disney Channel laugh. Oh. And <laughs> yep. and uh, he bends down to her height and he goes to tell the truth about her parents because, you know, he said that he didn't know them, but he did. And he says, you know, she is as wise, discerning and kind hearted. Uh, these are the qualities that came from her mother. And she's also passionate and fearless and forthright. And these are the gifts from her father. And he says that they were both exceptional people who bore the exceptional daughter. And he wishes he could tell her more. But Leia's content with what he's told her so far. And she asks if she'll ever see him again. And he says, well, maybe someday. But they need to keep canon correct so they can never know about the So they can never tell anyone about this event. Or it could endanger the both of them. And I went, oh, yeah, that's the most easiest idea, of, of the easiest concept. I'm an idiot. Where do we think it was going to be something much more than don't tell people? Because, you know, if they find out that, you know, Obi-Wan, that's going to screw up both of our lives. Yeah, I don't. I'm an idiot. I still don't think that makes up for the you fought my father in the Clone Wars. I don't okay, think it does. It. I'm okay. Well, again, if this if it gets intercepted, they'll be like, oh, so she has connections. And it, since she's been captured, since she's been captured by Vader, if Vader knows that she has direct connections to Obi-Wan, she's dead. 
I'm okay with it. I know this is their attempt. I, I, I yeah. just, I just, I just, I'm going to take the, uh, the con on this one. You can be, you can be in favor of it. I'm going to be against it. I'm going to yeah. say, I still don't think this is enough because, Mm. I don't think there's any other way you can do it. And also, I think this makes the most when sense. Ben dies, when Ben yeah. dies, you know, I'll be grateful for later to go, let me tell you about Ben. <laughs> we were, but somehow we go, hey, didn't mention the message. That's enough. And we're like, well, come on. I mean, Luke, she spends far more time with Ben than Luke ever does <laughs> and yet it's like we still have to deal with the fact that we have an episode four in the can that will always be there forever and ever and ever on men where yeah. it's the luke and ben show and it's and, and leia's just like ben's here and that's it i'm okay with and this. she calls him ben she doesn't say obi-wan oh she says obi-wan at the end of this at the end of this but she calls him yeah. ben in a new hope i believe I think, but again, like that's still they're, they're all the same names. If she hears Ben Kenobi, she's still like, "Oh, Ben Kenobi, I know who." Don't be wrong. I know this is a Herculean task, and I know anything you do is going to be absolutely micromanaged by people like us, yeah. and especially people like me. <laughs> um, but you know, I'm sitting here going, "At least I appreciate the fact they tried." I don't think they pulled it off, but I appreciate the effort. Uh, in the same way that if you want, you could go Rogue One. Well, no, I appreciate the fact you tried. In Rogue One, I think it pulls it off better, but that's okay. That's just me. Uh, they hug goodbye and uh, for one more time, and she calls him Obi-Wan, and he wishes the Force to be with her and goes back to Tatooine, where he visits the last homestead one last time after moving out of his cave, and he's in his Jedi robes from the prequels and A New Hope, and he tells Owen, you know, he was right, that Luke's safe with Owen, and he just needs to be a boy, and the future will take care of itself, and as he then heads back, Owen calls and was like, do you want to meet the boy? And uh, Ben smiles and brings the Skyhopper toy from the first episode. And he walks over to Luke Skywalker, his best friend's son. And he says, are the two words needed? Hello there. Yeah, that's right. And uh, a million people went, I know that. It's that funny meme, he says. And yeah. I went, no, this is, he's also saying, he's just saying hello. No, it's, it's, it's. Oh, no, I know. But like, it, it's. It, I'm fine. Like, yeah. I like what, that. What else I, was he going to say? I, I like that. It's and, a very nice thing. It's like a nice wink. Of, and I'm totally cool that that wouldn't be enough to make him not go, oh, you mean all bad? No. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this. Yeah. And uh, Ben now, Obi-Wan once more, rides his EOP through the Dune Sea and he sees a figure appear in the distance. And it's, it's translucent and it's blue. <sighs> it's tall and it's Irish. It's Master Qui-Gon, and he just looks at him and is like, took you long enough. I was, oh, I was happy. Uh, really? Yeah. Okay, here's my thing. Oh, no. I was very happy to see Qui-Gon. Yeah. I was expecting it to actually matter in the plot. It does. Say what? Oh, oh, it does. It does. It's the signifier oh, of where he oh, is. Oh, you weren't ready to see me just yet. I was hey, always that, here. I think that is a valid enough reason, and I think it sets up the exploration his character can take, because there is no way they're not going to do a season two. What a load of crap. Nah, I'm good with this. I think this makes oh, a lot of sense. Flipping. I was hoping Obi-Wan was going to say when he said it took you long enough to get here. I thought he was going to go, yeah, same to you. Same to you. It took you long enough to show up, didn't it? Um, 
Yeah, he says, Obi-Wan says to Qui-Gon, he's like, oh, I didn't think you'd ever come. And Qui-Gon says to him, well, I was always there. You just weren't ready to see me. Because again, 10 years, he's cut himself off from the Force. And he says, okay, come on. We, we've got a ways to go. And once again, Master and Apprentice venture forth for a new adventure, oh. maybe season two. Maybe a book. Who knows? I think we're getting oh, a season it, two. It, it can't be. Oh, Jesus. It's, it's going to be season if two. it's a book, oh my It's going to be season two. I, oh. I joke about the book. It's going to be like uh, Liam Neeson is on for the uh, Star Wars prequel animated series about young Qui-Gon being trained by Dooku. All right. um, I I think he he's back. He he. I think he's definitely back. And again, this is my theory. If they do a season two, it's going to be that because obviously is this your theory or is this a theory you read online but you're adopting this is my theory theory. i think um with obviously you said your bit that how do you get your big pull for a series two if it's not going to be vader liam neeson is a very big pull and a lot of people go oh i liked qui-gon in the first one he was one of the best parts of that film that i've been told is really bad and they'll go, oh, yeah, let's see this guy again. At the, like the peak of Jedi-ness. I think you could easily have, not a buddy cop, but this duality between uh, him teaching Obi-Wan again and you get a cool Force Ghost thing and you get to explore more of the Force and more of Obi-Wan's backstory and you get more of an emotional trauma deep dive as well. I just cool Jedi stuff. And you can have Yoda hop along as well. Who knows? I think you can easily make a second season, uh, season out of uh, Obi-Wan just learning how to be in tune with the force i oh i groan so hard um, plus you get the parts you can get reaver like there, I, there's i think i need some a, stuff here. i think i need more if you're gonna put it here if you're gonna put it here i need more than just let's get going disappears as we head into the two rock formations and we go through, I, which i'm guessing is where he's found in a new hope i'm guessing that's what that is I think that's going to where like his new hut will be away I, from where he doesn't need to look at Luke every day, yeah. all that stuff. He's now back to just being a Jedi, being a Jedi master. And he, because he's now opened up again, he can see, um, he can see Qui-Gon. He can learn about the force to an extent that he didn't before. So he can, you know, be uh, struck down and become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. I think this is a nice way to end it with hope. Uh, I, I do like this. I think also it very easily sets them up for a season two where they can be like, hey, look, he's learning and Qui-Gon's here. <sighs> Liam Neeson's on our payroll now. He agreed to do an animated series. He'll do anything. Yeah. But no, that was Obi-Wan Kenobi episode six and subsequently also Obi-Wan Kenobi the series. Yeah, yeah, part yeah. six, part six, not episode six, yeah. part six. Epis- yeah, part six. Yeah, I just want to be pedantic about these things. Um, and then if you do, if you do series two, you can do what the Mandalorian does and confuse the shit out of me by being like, continue the numbers. Part seven, onwards. yeah. You call it part seven because you know I that really fries my noodle. Yeah. Um, what did we think of this episode before we go into this series overall? Very uneven. Oh. Very uneven. Well, not because I was in all the Obi Wan stuff. Minus I fell into the pit. Minus that <laughs> I was, I was in the majority of it. I couldn't stand a single moment of any. Re- you remember how big I was on Reva at the start of this, yeah. right? Like I was yeah. all in. Jeez, I'm all out. Like, like I was like, no, die where you were. I don't, need, I don't need the redemption arc. She's gone too far. I do not want to see her redeemed. So as a result, and it felt ham fisted. It felt lazy. I rejected the. 
Um, and I see what they're trying to do. Like if I think about the arc, I can see what they're going for. They got the balance wrong. They got the balance of how far you can push her before she becomes irredeemable. And I was fine with irredeemable. Irredeemable is great. Give me a great villain. And I thought her endpoint would be as the big, big bad and let her, um, a situation that we've still never really had with a female character, I believe in Star Wars. Let her be the big, big bad. But instead, no, we got a redeemer. We got a redeemer because, you know, hey, hey, got to find a way out because the big bad is going to be this one, this one, this one, and this one. I, oh, it was a missed opportunity. So I who think, did she become? She became the third or fourth most important character, fifth most important character in this episode, where at times she was the most important character. Oh, she was such a figure of menace and power and agency, and she just became, she's the side plot that Luke will get to at the end that brings him back to Tatooine. See, I am okay. I think this, again, is like different, not experience, like different um, perceptions of Star Wars, because... Reva's not the first, but not the first character, and definitely not the first, the first female character to have this. Uh, I've, I didn't mention this when we did it last time. I mentioned Trilla from the video game. Uh, I forgot the Clone Wars. There is a character called Asajj Ventress who, I'll be, who's done so much worse than Reva has ever done, and uh, and her whole thing is she is again a dark side user who has been abused and manipulated by a Sith Lord. She gets abused and manipulated by uh, Count Dooku, who uses her as like his secret sith to try and over undermine the the emperor and she goes through the ringer more than reva and she does more awful things than reva um and by the end of it she gets a redemption because again i think star wars is about redemption and i think reva's at the start of hers i think if we get a season two or we get a new story with reva we're gonna see her go through the ringer more really learn to actually earn earn that title of redeemed uh, force user or whatever. I do like this because I, I I like Star Wars when it redeems characters who have been who it is clear that they have been manipulated and they have gone through some awful thing. And I think because of everything Reva's gone through, like I'm I'm okay with this. Everything her last ten years has been built around this trauma by one person who has been a constant within her life. The same with Obi Wan. And there are these two little um, two parallels almost that they're, they're the same but completely opposite in how they deal with that trauma and i really i really do like reva i love i love how reva's story concludes so far i'd love to see it continue again i think it's because my, my viewing of star wars is kind of different because it's more the redemption narrative and the force is all mystical and spiritual Whoa. and religious i don't know if i speak for the casuals i like to think i do um that's awfully presumptuous of me um <laughs> but i'm okay with that that's my yeah. on these ones that's sort of my uh that's sort of my thing um yeah but then again you know i was i was 100 in favor of reva when it seemed like a lot mm. of casual oh, not a lot of casuals a very there's a lot of noise coming from some well, yeah. some casuals or not casuals uh, a very toxic I, I, I say fake fans yeah yeah now how 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 much they consider themselves i'm a casual who knows a casual I think yeah. some of these are probably people who consider themselves to be, you know, the alt-right of the Star Wars fandom. Yeah. Uh, who hated they're, our, they're known as the fandom menace, which I think oh, is a, serious? That's really it's good. a It's a beautiful <laughs> name. It's a wonderful name, but it's associated with the worst people yeah, possible. But it, uh, it is but a wonderful no, name. I, it's, it's a great nickname. I think, I think the good side of Star Wars has given them. Uh, um, but yeah. Yeah. Um, I was all in. And then, I don't know, it just felt... It got convoluted. So, are the Jedi safe now? 
Oh, I don't think so whatsoever. Yeah. I think I we get again, told, I'm you, free you, now and so are you. Of, I think of Vader, of the fear of Vader and the trauma of Vader, because this has been their both has been it's been their big step to overcome the last 10 years is the absolute brutality that Vader has put them through. Uh, and everything that they both had to sacrifice and suffer through. How old's Reva supposed to be? Like twenty? Uh probably eight. Or oh, she's a young one. She's not even a pana one. So probably yeah. about eighteen. I'm not buying that for a moment. She's at least ten years older than that. And uh, she's she? twenty-eight. She's yeah, twenty-eight. Like, in I real got life. It. Ten years but more. Like, twenty-eight. There we go. But no, like I'll, I'll accept. I'll, I will. In a world where I like, there is a sentient rock who. Uh, is in tune with the force hang on is this a book uh, or is this a video game what is this it's it's a it's a book yeah his name is, his <laughs> yeah. Name is geode X-nay, uh, X-nay. yeah but no in like a world where there's like little gremlins who can use the force to make lightning when they're a ghost um i'm okay with her looking like a little bit older yeah um i didn't get to talk enough about either i don't know if i just gapped out or what the deal was because uh, mm. i was so worried about ian mcdermott's voice I yeah. found Vader's ending to be what? What is that message? Is the message? Does he stop hunting Vader because he's is 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 that the message? Is is the is the Emperor saying stop hunting him because you're 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 too into it? I think it's because uh, what they did is left this really ambiguously sounding ass statement, and then they just played the Imperial March at the end. It went. <laughs> That's it for Vader, folks. And I'm like, I don't know what I just watched. Yes, the, we got Ian McDermott on the screen, but, but what yeah. happened? The Emperor wants Vader to suffer because all of Vader's suffering come uh, dark star power comes from su- suffering. That's how you keep him in place. And um, by having Vader give up on one of the only connections there are to Anakin, it isolates him. He's alone. He now has nothing to bring him back to that light side. So Vader is essentially he's nothing. He has absolutely nothing. And the only time Vader ever falters again is when he fights uh, Ahsoka in like four or five years time. But what is McDermott's me- McDermott's? What is the what is Palpatine's message here? Is Palpatine's message, stop hunting him? Yeah, give up. Because he says we've up, got clones, um, we've got droids or whatever it is all yeah. over. Probes, probes yeah. all over the galaxy. Yeah. Give up on this thing that's connecting you to anakin okay because the more you focus on this it's going to connect you to the light side and that there's a higher chance that you will fall back into being skywalker than being vader and it's his way of course going i just want you to suffer you know what doesn't happen enough in episode four he doesn't find a pit to throw um obi-wan in (laughs) he doesn't he just kills him he kills him i mean surely he should know i should be throwing you into a pit with some rocks because you know i want you to come back and fight me again (laughs) (laughs) um it sounds like being really really negative and i think it's weird i was so (laughs) i was i was one bringing balance to the episode maybe i I felt both (laughs) sides of this in in huge emotional moments because it was so strong and i didn't know i needed you know badass obi-wan as badly as i did i feel i do feel they waited a long time to show him Uh, maybe an episode too long to show him because he starts as still a dithering old man in this episode. Um, mm. But, so there was that, but I hated everything Reva. I liked Owen and, 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 and Veru. Um, 
Yeah, I'm just really torn on extremes. I thought Leia was really good in this episode. Like, yeah. really, really good in this. So yeah. if you want any proof and I'm divided on this, like, 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 I hated Leia. Now I thought she was really good. I loved Reva. Now I hate the character. The performance is fine. Nothing against the actress. She's doing what she has to do with the role she's given. No mm. issues there. I think she's incredibly talented. But hate the way they've done the character. Oh, my word. I think it's it's a my thing because I think it's that I think it's that thing of redemption is either you either see through it because of the things they've done. Or you've gone, oh, I've seen someone I've seen people do so much worse stuff and they get a redemption because it's that thing of nature versus nurture, I think, because I because I know where they've come from, what's led to this. But again, I think that's that's more of it because my, my my entire world revolves around Star Wars subtext more than like a normal person. And I make excuses for things, but no, I did like it. You do, but um, but if I was you, I would too. Uh, I think if I love something as much as you love Star (laughs) Wars, I would be directing to the to you know always look on the bright side of the force. Da 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 da. Myself, you know. I I can I can find I can find like negatives within stuff. I I still I don't entirely understand. Um, Rise of Skywalker. I like Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Like I know I'm bad. Bad film. I know Good I don't. Star Wars. I know I don't like the Last Jedi, but I really don't like Rise of I watched, Skywalker. I watched. I watched the sequel trilogy back to back to back over the weekend, uh, and there's something really interesting when you watch it with the with the knowledge of of what's coming. You kind of go, okay, I can see what you can kind of put stuff together. I, and then Rise of Skywalker is like, hey, remember Rose? Who's Rose? And it still upsets me. I haven't watched. Film. I haven't watched Rise of Skywalker since I saw it in cinemas. Oh, uh, you ever seen a South Park episode where they uh, sort of um, feel like they've they've witnessed? Uh, a sexual offense when they see what George Lucas and Steven Spielberg did to Indiana Jones in the fourth movie. Uh, yeah. 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 It's kind of how I feel about uh, rise of Skywalker. Like I could, I, I'll say what Ryan Johnson, he had an idea. I don't like it, but yeah. he had an idea. I, I, I love JJ Abrams. I don't have a Scooby do what he was doing with that. Not a clue. That I get this is time from everyone into Rise of Skywalker, but I will say my fu- that film, like that film went into development hell. Yeah. Carrie Fisher died, yep. and they were like, Wow, the guy who did the uh, ter- that Jurassic Park movie and that terrible Book of Henry movie, <laughs> that's a terrible script. JJ, we've got angry people who didn't like, um, you know last jedi and some other stuff help us please he went okay here's my original idea that i didn't put to fruition because i was doing one film let's go from here the emperor is back and i'm gonna leave it to all the expanded universe writers who have a greater understanding of star wars to go from there they 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 the book is much better than the film oh yeah but again, but you they get more yeah you don't get away with that though do you i mean come on no you don't i think I think it's one of those things. Uh, on a greater level now, with everything go- like that I've seen with Star Wars, and I can I now understand what the hell is going on with uh, what they were trying to show. There is a lot. It uh, turned into me shit on the Rise of Skywalker. I like the Rise of Skywalker kind of. Um, on retrospective, when I get a greater understanding of things, where they had to go, hey, okay, here's a book to explain what we left out. They leave so much out, and you go, oh. When I know that's like a Sith cult that was born from whatever, that makes more sense. You yep. didn't tell me. Anyway, Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan. Um, Obi-Wan. So that's my feelings towards the episode yeah. on the whole. 
Um, I don't know. Where do you want to go from this? Uh, I I think because I've kind of made my my feelings pretty apparent. I guess we'll do we'll do our rating because we kind of done our favorite element and uh, little grumbles overall. I will say I didn't say like my dislike this. The first five minutes of this bloody hell that it is very fast paced to get us to where we need to go. The first five minutes are very quick to establish what we need to. Yeah, I don't know. I felt O'Shea Jackson Jr. Um, he needs more. If he shows whatever up in his handle, name, or whatever his name was. Um, yeah, that's right. He um, The idea that the ship can't hold together, but then they, they, they drag the bleep out of him getting off the ship. <laughs> get off. If it's that bad, like get off the ship. <laughs> but they drag this out forever. I'm like, there should be some urgency here, and there's not. <laughs> oh. Um... I hope he comes back because uh, otherwise it's a very it's a very underutilized character that I think would be great in a series like Andal. Oh, I don't know what my rating is for this. Oh, I have some moments that are excellent moments. Oh, I'm uh, I'm gonna go eight. Nah, yep. seven and a half. Uh, oh, I don't know. Seven point seven five. There we go. Okay. I'm yeah, going, I'm, I'm not that big on it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going eight and a half. I really did like this. Uh, I, I I was thinking nine, but I think as a finale, there's there's again, I, this is me going. If maybe there's a season two, there there are some threads that are left very open ended, which I'm sure they will then establish later on. But right now is a finale for what we've told is the final chapter of the story. Uh, the paths is very open ended. Reaver is very open ended. I get it's up to interpretation as of now of where she'll go from there. Maybe she died. Maybe she, uh, she succumbed to her rooms because she's got no more hatred or dark side or whatever. Uh, and the Obi-Wan, the Obi-Wan Qui-Gon stuff, I'm fine with as an ending. There are just two massive open ended things I'm going, you, I need explanation. And until there's a season two, I can't say that that's fine because again, we haven't been told there's a season two or there's a continuation. We're just told it's a limited st- series. But yeah, I know, Hayden, I know Hayden and you are already petitioning publicly for a season two. Yeah. So. Hayden's showing up in Ahsoka, so he's fine. All right. Uh, I I'd, I'd love to see Ewan back. I kind of like, um, well, I want Ewan McGregor to be, yeah, let's have him do some stuff. Yeah. Let's have him do some Star yeah. Wars stuff. Let's, let's. Let's go do things off Tatooine or, you know, do things on Tatooine. I don't care. He's going to leave him with Owen. Life is good. You've got freedom to, he says he's free. So go do some cool Star Wars stuff. Go do your own version of Mando and come back every now and then. Just make sure that we find, whenever we end that, we end it on Tatooine so he's available to be seen. That's all I ask. Um, Yeah, me too. Um, And then it gets you away from the Skywalker crutch where everything's going to be about Luke and Leia. And they just get, just get rid of that and just go do cool things um so yeah um i don't know um is there a best episode of the series uh i did like three a lot i did like five five was that divisive one i did like five a lot well divisive for us everybody else seemed to love it um i really did like five uh from that perspective of showing uh, because it's a character thing i really like three um three is good I do like this one. I think yeah. as a finale, it no, works, it's fine. I just and I, I like the conclusion. I'm always reason. looking for things that aren't the finale. Everything always builds yeah. the finale, doesn't yeah. it? You know. So three is my favorite. My least favorite. I don't know. What's what's your least favorite? Uh, 
I think I was the most underwhelmed by four because four. four I, I was saying this to someone today. Four it was the quickest episode, and they had so much ground to cover in that episode, despite the short runtime. What happens in four? Uh, they go to Fortress Inquisitorius. They discover oh, there is a bit. tomb of yeah. there's a tomb of oh, Jedi. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I quite like that one. Um, I I do, but I just feel there's so, there was a lot. It was so short. I didn't get enough time to really feel that thing. I, my, I think that the episode needed more time. Minus two when Precocious Leia was off the <laughs> flipping charts, <laughs> and you know we had like the same city from Loki and um, um, Blade Runner, and oh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier showed up, and it was all oh, geez, that was rough. Um, so more like Grandpa. Okay, shut up, Leia. Um, so that was I like, my. I like episode three because it's got a frack in it. <laughs> Best moment of the whole series. Oh, oh. I just frack. I think frack was an ingenious addition to this series. Who's frack? <laughs> He was uh, JD. Oh, the, JD. Yeah, that was the, all right. That was all right. Unfortunate soul who, unfortunate who signed soul. his soul away. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a, he was a brilliant addition to explaining the, the world that we're, that they're in. And I think it was done, maybe not subtly, but enough that it doesn't feel like saying, hey, see, see what's going on? It was enough to go, oh, yeah, the, everything's kind of bad. Um, I'm going to go with the two fight scenes that bookend uh, episode three, episode six. Yeah. Um, you know, Obi-Wan getting dragged through the uh through the fire and then his badass comeback and everything yeah. Hayden Christensen does in six. Honorable mention to the redemption of uh Mr. Nunjiani's character there. Oh uh, yeah. You know, a fake Jedi. Hey, that's good enough for me. I'm like, hey, good that's what redemption looks like. Someone who didn't mm. kill everybody. <laughs> he's a re- he's a reformed scoundrel. That that's Obi-Wan. Uh, Obi-Wan. That's Han Solo. You know what I mean? He's a scoundrel, yeah. and then he finds his heart in that. I'm like, I can live with that. Yeah. The 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 Hodges stuff is always great. I think Hanja was a good levity and also explaining like the chaos. Because also it shows that, yeah, the people still tr- believe in the Jedi, just, you know, they don't want to explicitly say it. And obviously, as the far as sensitives are concerned. As far as your minor characters go, he might be the best one that we had. Yeah. I. <laughs> Because Tal- I wouldn't call Tala a minor character. She's a pretty Ooh, major I, re- I really like Tala, too. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the droid who gives his life up. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that because they have more... I don't have the same amount... Of, they have the same amount of episodes, but Tala has more to do, and she has more of a overt character arc and effect on the story, I think. Ta- Tala has a lot of agency and is very much yeah. Obi-Wan's equal in progressing things through the plot. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Nunjiani is... Uh, he's comic relief. And that, and, that, yeah. and that's okay. And he's a plot yeah. point to a certain point as well. Because mm. he opens up to, like getting to Tala. Yeah. He's able to get Ben to Tala. And, but, and yeah. the bit where he's like, I'm a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> I know you've been I know you've been hunting me. You know, like, <laughs> like he earns his redemption. Like that's yeah. a great moment to earn your redemption. What is what is Reva's redemption? I didn't kill him. <laughs> that's uh, the redemption. I think Reva's rede- I don't think she's been fully redeemed. I think she that's why I'm saying I think she's on the path to redemption. I fully agree. But yeah. that's the problem is that I think they're trying to tell me she has. And I'm like, nope, I, not killing a kid's not redemption. That just means you didn't do more bad things. I think you still kidnapped saying, and stalked yeah. a child. I think, again, this is me going, I hope there's a season two. Yeah. We, have a lot, we have a, I think Reva can go on a great journey to properly oh, be redeemed. Like, like, are you imagining like Obi-Wan and Reva as like buddies? 
Oh, God, no. Okay, thank you. Oh, then, then, oh what, then, God, what, no. then what room is there for her in this? I think in, like, there's some kind of event that, like, cause... Because, again, we still just sort out the path. If Reva's <sighs> big redemption is I will sacrifice myself to... What if save the park? What if Reva show? Okay, you know what I would be okay with if Reva yeah. shows up with O'Shea Jackson Jr. on whatever show you were talking about there. Oh, Andor. Yeah, if she shows yeah. up on that, and you can use her in that capacity to tell a longer, more nuanced, less high stakes story than Obi Wan season two would be. Yeah, that's a good place for that to happen. And you get that interconnected because essentially, what I think they're, that they're, what, they, what they're building to, they're building to like the Marvel Cinematic yeah, Universe in the same exactly. sense. If you get you get the Mando verse, the Kenobi verse and um the the bad batch first like your little animated series in in the corner you get like whatever whatever's going on with the bad batch and all that sure. uh and you you have your three distinct areas that people can enjoy and i think that would be that that's fine that's a bit less confusing than certainly uh than what the marvel's got going on right now <laughs> you're not wrong um yeah i think mm. i think you've nailed it um yeah i just uh I wander away from my Obi. I think Obi Wan's a really high profile space, and yeah. there's a lot of. I think that character. Um, I'm gonna say I think the character, at least for the, in this podcast, has has provided divisive. We have again, we have nothing to do with the actress playing. Or yeah. I was 100 percent all in. Um, and as a result, I mean, the stakes are really high when you start talking Obi Wan Kenobi, Darth Vader, and you start yeah. intermingling with the big. To use my wrestling metaphor again, there's something we have where a, uh, if a new character comes in and they get pushed to the main event too quickly, there's a backlash, and you go, "Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not here yet." Let them work their way up. Bring them down into a lower, a lower profile storyline, and let them just sort of earn their space. And before you realize, you go, "Oh, I'm really in the Riva all of a sudden." Um, st- yeah, a Star Wars analogy you can give is. In a sense, how the the Force Awakens sort of like it's able to kind of coax you into the idea of the new characters, where it's like, okay, we have we have Leia, we have Han. Han's gonna be the deciding factor for you guys to say, Ray's all right, yep. Finn's all right, Kylo yep. Kylo's uh, a force to be reckoned with. I, it's, <laughs> it's sort of in that force. same direction. I love Kylo Ren. Yeah, uh, y- yeah, I thought, I thought Kylo Ren was really interesting. Yeah. Um, the lure of the light side. I thought that was a really interesting concept. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but no, that's. I, I think that's kind of if you if you had to give the series an overall rating. I think if you if it were like a, a singular rating Ooh. for, I'm gonna go eight. Like I yeah. really enjoyed myself in this series. Yeah. I know I, I know I bitched about a few things. <laughs> uh, I, but I, no, no, I I, I really yeah. enjoyed this. Um. This it, was event television. It was event television. It took a long yeah. time, didn't it? It's important to know how to how to leave the room. And and I thought, yeah. as far as the character it's named after, Obi Wan Kenobi, it's a nice journey through his situation, and he leaves on a badass big note. Uh, yeah. I, still unable to kill his friend, um, which is um, the same mistake he made in Sith. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> that's con- think- that's consistent. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, I, I, his thing is like, well, I didn't really kill my friend because Vader said he killed him. Yeah, blah, 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 I mean, blah. and I, I can complain, but that's what I mean. That's what, yeah. these are the conversations that make it fun to follow Star Wars because, yeah. you know, fandom, whether it's a more casual level or more or more uh, uh, intense, I don't know the right word to use there, but dedicated, maybe dedicated is the right word. Yeah, yeah. Um, sort of level like what, what, what you've got there. 
uh, I think these things are all built around sort of the minutia and your take on what do you think? Yeah. And you have your opinions and stuff. And, you know, as a result, this is fun. I can go ahead and go on. But, you know, it's not making me, this might be less of a fan of Star Wars. Absolutely not. No, no, no. I'm, yeah. I, I'm in. And if they can somehow pivot this and make me care about a spinoff show or another season, mm. I think these are all good things because it lets me talk about these characters in this universe in multiple different timelines i suppose or places on yeah. the same on the same timeline that 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 i really care about and that i've got, I've got emotional investment in and i'm dare i say it in a world where marvel fatigue i think is starting to pop up its head yeah star wars is a really interesting property to have right now and to be seeing that expanding it feels like maybe the maybe we're at that tipping point maybe what a I, I what a wonderful so. world it would be if we were at a tipping point now oh uh, well this is the thing i think this is my tinfoil hat moment uh obviously like i my my twitter that i use for star wars is a variety of different people i've had some people be like uh, Kenobi's killed star wars i'm like okay fine but i've seen a lot of people who felt they were burned by um rise of skywalker or how Book of Boba Fett was handled uh, midway through. They've gone, I never wanted to see any Skywalker stuff ever again, but Kenobi's really fueled my interest in that. And the idea of Andor and all these new properties, which are kind of being a bit more experimental with how they go. And I think, I feel maybe Disney are kind of pushing for that because uh, poor Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel is a very fun show, a very, very um, artistic show in how the... Um, the presentation and the cinematography is handled is very stylish. I'm about halfway through episode one. (laughs) Yeah. Very, very stylish. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's uh, first week. It's first episode got like 750,000 viewers. And again, your airings at the same time as Kenobi comes out. Like that's kind of setting it up to fail almost. (sighs) I think you're not wrong. You get that overlap. People are going to, people are going to choose between. They could have very easily put Miss Marvel between Obi-Wan and Andor. You have a month and a half between this. And when Andor comes out, it's like August 12th. You've got a long time. Yep. So I don't, I don't really know what the goal is there. Oh, it's because August is bloody um, She-Hulk attorney at law or whatever. That looks really weird. Okay. Um, but no, I think I think that Marvel fatigue is starting to hit. Uh, I think uh, regular audiences. I think the the average kind of guy is going. Okay, I'm like Marvel's kind of getting too much. I like Star Wars. I like Obi Wan Kenobi. He's a decent guy. I like the book. I like Boba Fett. I like the Mandalorian. Baby Yoda. And I think I think forever we're going to be in a game of ping pong with Disney Plus where we go, oh, I'm getting Star Wars fatigue back to Marvel. I'm getting Marvel fatigue back to Star yeah. Wars. But, you know, if they can, if they can keep this money trend going forever long, I, more props to them, I guess. I think but, the ability to have yeah. multiple spots on the same timeline uh, kind of allows a refresh. Yeah. Because it doesn't feel like you have to be keeping up with this breakneck speed. Mm. The MCU feels like you have to keep up. Like you, like the treadmill's yeah. going really flipping fast. And if you get off, you're terrified you won't be able to catch up. I, I've not seen Black Widow or Eternals. And I'm going, I'm genuinely scared to try and catch up with these things. Uh, but with Star Wars, I've had people like, oh, what should I watch? My like, okay, what do you like the yeah. original trilogy? Like, yeah, okay, I'll go watch Mando season one and two, and then watch Book of Boba Fett. So, oh, yeah, do you what like do I the want? prequels? Watch, watch Bad Batch of Clone Wars. Yep. What do I want to, what, which, which area do I want to stay up on? And it gives me yeah. the opportunity to feel like whatever's coming up, okay, I had to catch up on these two things rather than these eight things. Yeah. Gotcha. 
and they're pretty they're pretty small series as well so it kind of helps mando's yep. like eight episodes a series book of boba fett's like six like you yep. you you don't have to invest as much time as you do with the, with the greater mcu and i think that that's going to help general audiences want to get back into the concept of a star wars universe because i think that as much as i love the sequel trilogy it's very divisive Indeed. and this is like basic kind of introduction back in this is like the olive branch of if you don't like the sequels we got do you, do you remember this guy do you remember obi-wan do you i don't remember? mean that negative way it's just an easy way to get no absolutely back in what are you into i can find yeah. you a star wars that works if you got an interest in star wars i can get you an entry point if you just let me know where you were yeah yeah no it makes which sense. is it's as easy than going oh would you like okay i watch moon knight why i don't know yeah, I kind of forgot about Moon Knight until you said yeah, that. I keep, yeah, I keep forgetting about Hawkeye. Um, but no, I, I'm like, you know, it, it is what it is. Um, and we'll, we'll it makes us no different than the rest of the Avengers. Yep, yeah. essentially. Uh, but no, that's been that's. Oh, I didn't give my rating. Uh, my rating is like eight and a half. I really like this show. Yep. I think it has some flaws. Every show does, but I can oversee that because I really enjoy this. And as a, as a piece of event television, like I said. I think it does it well. I've seen so much talk around this. Uh, I saw the just that Liam Neeson was trending, like the word Liam Neeson or Qui Gon was trending on Twitter uh, for like two like for the two seconds he had. And I think if you can get that reaction back again, it's like with Luke. It's like when Luke showed up in Mando. Like well, you, you have so much stuff. Yeah. Here's my question for you. To get interest. Yeah. Because um, you're much more as as I said, dedicated. I think was the word I yeah, used. Yeah. Um, is it your perspective? Like, where does this fit versus Mando? Like, which one was the bigger event piece of television? Because you, you mentioned that. What is this? I think this is a bigger piece of event because Luke was a shock. Luke was that thing of going, holy shit, he showed up in the last episode. Yeah. This, from from the get-go with, with Obi-Wan going, I know you, McGregor. He was in the prequels. This is, this is a... So this was a, this was a bigger deal. I think, it's the, I think so. Everyone learned to love Mandalorian when it started with Obi-Wan people went in loving the character of Obi-Wan there was already a pretty big like wave of people who wanted to see it and I think with that it made because this is the is is the most watched show on Disney plus like from viewing figures and I think with that that goes people love Obi-Wan he was the best part of the prequels to many people so of course they're (laughs) going to go and want to watch that yeah, yeah, I agree with that. And I think I think because of that, your biggest draw that is more event television than the Mando. Mando has become event television. Okay, but Obi Wan gets a greater appeal, I think. Julio van Julio. Yeah, I think that that's the best place to to leave off. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Uh, you know, will there be more? Um, I there's a question will there be more i hope so i hope so i, I i'd like to i think i, I think open-ended with mando uh mando but uh qui-gon and everyone with season two i think I'd, I'd like to see them on screen again together i think, I think there's I some think, stories i think with that placement you have to have a season two yeah. in mind or else it's really underwhelming it really is uh, it's almost like the way of going we know you guys want a season two already like that may as here well be a post stake to prove it. That may as well be the post credit scene. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, oh, yeah. here, oh, we got a lot to do. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I'd, I'd like to see season two. I think it's a great place for, to expand the character and get him to where he is because he is very wise and very mystical in episode four. And I'd like to see, I'd like to see him really. You you get to see that overlap between uh, Alec Guinness 
and Ewan McGregor. And I think you can get to that uh, with the show because it's because it'll be, you know, it can be set over different years, do whatever. I think it'd be it'd be fun to see. But from there, that's uh, that's Shobi One Kenobi. The day this airs, we would have had our episode of best film ever of Bonnie and Clyde drop a Liam pick uh, of uh, what was it, 67? 1967? That's right. So, yeah. uh, f- 55 years ago. Ooh, uh, we get we get proper Liam's film school. Liam's film school. Uh, Liam, Liam's history class, I think. Liam's history class, yeah. yeah. Uh, we had a seer or no, a cleared for takeoff on Stranger Things, uh, the first episode of Stranger Things, uh, while you wait for Stranger Things series season four, part two, because that makes sense. Uh, we also have our episode of Best From Over next week with Carlo from the movie loot doing Blade Runner. Blade Runner. I think we're going to aim yeah. for the director's cut. However, we get our hands on yeah. that. So, yeah. The director's cut, the definitive, I think, according to uh, who did it? Well, it can't Not be def- David Ayer. It can't, I was just say it can't be definitive if they uh, then released a final cut. But still, I, don't know. I think it is kind of the cinephiles' yeah. Um, yeah. verdict that that is the best version thereof. So we're gonna go ahead and lean towards that. Watch whichever one you you can get access to. Yeah. But uh, we'll be reviewing specifically the director's cut. Yeah. Uh, we also have our Patreon where you can maybe also choose a film for us if you get one of the highest to be best BFF with the BFE. Uh, and you can also just be part of our rating system. There was uh, ratings in Body and Clyde that did affect how we went with that with that film. So that is patreon.com forward slash BFE. We kept this in for you. And you can also be part of our chair to choose where those films get placed. Yeah, and I think this is a good time, if I may, Ethan, to talk. Yeah. That um, it feels the right time to sort of talk about it. We yeah. have just had our best week in the history of the BFE, and it wasn't a week that yeah. we dropped like a ridiculous amount of bonus episodes. Far from it. And to think that uh, we took home, um, you know, as many downloads as we did. Uh, just want to say thank you to those people who were who are continuing to to listen every week and people who are new to the pod as well whether you found us through some of our star wars content some of our you know the stranger things content mm-hmm. however does you found us but then decided you wanted to listen to 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 the catalog and and sort of if whether you're going back to the cheesy for instance went back yeah. all the way to the start and pretty much plowed through all of them and if you think about how long our episodes are my word that's a that's dedication <laughs> or, or if or if someone who just got, got in and was like i want to keep going you know hey i'm 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 in on this um it really is humbling it's nice to know that we're 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 making something that people are are into um Mm. and thank you for it just it just encourages us to keep to keep on keeping on so uh yeah much like obi-wan you know hopefully our faith is renewed and 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 onward and upward we got lots to do so Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Show Me One Kenobi. I've been Ethan. And I've been Ian. And you know what? I already said it just now, but what took you long enough? We've got a lot of ways to go.